Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, where you'll get the latest trends and business initiatives that help your law firm every day. Hear from the experts setting the standards for the legal, insurance, and law enforcement industries. The Legal Toolkit is brought to you by Catuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription, a New England-based business serving the legal community nationwide since 1966. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Welcome once again to the Legal Toolkit on Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening in today. And how could you not be jazzed after that sweet theme music? I remain your host, Jared Korea, and I'm the Law Practice Management Advisor with Mass Lomap, providing free and confidential consulting services to Massachusetts attorneys. For more on Lomap service offerings, please visit our website at www.masslomap.org. The Legal Toolkit is brought to you by Katuno Court Reporting. To find out more about Katuno services, visit www.katuno.cc. On the Legal Toolkit, we provide you each month with a new tool to add to your own Legal Toolkit so that your practices will become more and more like best practices. And it's like old home week for me today on the show. Uh, this time around, we're going to talk with the president and immediate past president of the Massachusetts Bar Associations, which is my old stomping grounds where I used to work in their CLE department. And today we're going to cover some important MBA initiatives and talk about the organization's centennial celebration, which is taking place this association year. Joining me today is Denise Squalante, president of the Massachusetts Bar Association. Denise established a solo practice in Fall River nearly 30 years ago and now is a small firm. She concentrates in family law, corporate law, injury and estates, and also provides business and legal consulting services to corporations. Denise has testified before the Massachusetts Legislature on behalf of the MBA and is a frequent guest lecturer for MBA continuing legal education programs. Denise, welcome to the Legal Toolkit. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks. Also joining me is Valerie Eratius, a principal with me and Boyle Black and Bogdano PC in Boston, where she concentrates in plaintiff's personal injury and wrongful death cases. In addition to having served as MBA president, Valerie is a past president of the Massachusetts Academy of Trial Attorneys and a frequent speaker and writer for continuing legal education as well. Valerie, welcome to the Legal Toolkit. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Great. So, Valerie, let's start with you. Uh, you're a Boston attorney who's passing the torch of the MBA presidency on to Denise, who's a small firm practitioner out of Fall River. You're also a woman, and you're passing leadership on to another woman, making this the second consecutive year the woman will be president of the MBA. Tell me about the significance of those things. Well, it's particularly important to talk about this year because it's our centennial, and the Massachusetts Bar Association was founded with the idea that it would be open to all members, and so people from all around the state were welcomed as members and leaders right from the inception. Um, it included first-generation immigrants, um, people who were Jewish, um, people who were African-American, which was contrary to the customs of the day. Um, and in fact, it was two years later in 1913 that the Mass Bar first started admitting and welcoming women as members. Um, so we have a long way to go in our legal profession, but it's it's a terrific time to be able to talk about the progress that we've made so far as well. That's great. So building on a progressive start to the history of the MBA. And uh, Denise, what does it mean to you to now be president of the MBA? Well, it's really an honor not only to be coming from the South Coast, but also to be a woman at the helm. I have referred to Valerie and I as Team Centennial because through Val's uh, presidency, she set up a centennial commission 
that is moving forward, implementing a lot of the work that began during her year. And the Bar Association, as Val mentioned, was founded on principles of welcoming in individuals from all diverse backgrounds, including geographic diversity and in particular women. So I am representative of those two categories moving forward in this year. And it's exciting and challenging times uh, for lawyers in the Commonwealth. Team Centennial, I like that. I feel like the NBA should be marketing T-shirts with that on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, Jared. <laughs> so let's talk about some of those challenges, uh, both Denise and, Denise and Valerie. Um, there are a lot of challenges within the legal profession these days. Um, can you articulate some of those? And uh, Valerie, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, two that come to mind immediately are um, keeping up with technology and figuring out how attorneys can most effectively help their clients and represent them using all the new technology that's available and linking into it in a way that's really cost-effective for people. That's one of the things that we can help do really well, we think, at the Mass Bar for all of our members. Mm-hmm. Um, another challenge is for people who are attorneys and unfortunately in transition, um, not of their own choosing at the moment. There are a lot of unemployed and underemployed lawyers out there, and um, we have a number of programs that are there to support them. So um, there are different kinds of challenges. There, there are many, many other things that we can do, and I'll probably leave the rest rest to Denise, since I know she's working hard on all of these issues. <laughs> Perfect segue. Uh, Denise, what do you think as far as challenges? For well, I agree with Valerie. The economy has created a lot of challenges for the young lawyers who are entering into the profession or lawyers who are transitioning back into practice or from another from another career. And at the Mass Bar, we're trying to provide many lifelines, in particular for the new young lawyers who are coming out of law school, who are looking to network with other uh, professionals. And in addition to the challenges that the lawyers are facing due to the economy, we have many challenges facing us with the number of self-represented litigants in the court, the underfunding of the court system and the changes in the nature of the profession and how we practice and how we do business. And those are some very significant things that we have to consider moving forward. What is the practice of law going to look like in five years, ten years down the road? It certainly is at the forefront of our strategic planning that we're looking at at the Mass Bar. Yeah, the pace of change within the practice is really tremendous. Um, So we've talked a little bit about some of the issues that you see for today's attorneys. Now, the MBA is a statewide bar association, stands in a unique position to help attorneys and provide resources for them to access. So what are some specific benefits of getting involved in the MBA that can help people to meet these challenges? And uh, Denise, let's begin with you this time. Well, we're setting up many networking initiatives, in particular for the young lawyers who are the unemployed population right now. Um, that's one opportunity uh, that you have as a member benefit. It's very important. We also are doing some significant statewide outreach into the four corners of the Commonwealth. Um, I just spent three days out in Lenox in western part of Massachusetts. Our House of Delegates meeting will be in Springfield. And at the end of the House of Delegates meeting, we will be having an event where we're welcoming in the bar leaders uh, from that community to spend time with all of us. We also uh, have developed on-demand or media site, which is online CLE, to -hmm. enable practitioners who cannot drive into Boston for a CLE program to have it right at their fingertips on their 
laptop or on their computer or on whatever source they want to gain this information so that they keep up and sharpening their skills. Our Young Lawyers Division is getting extremely active, and they're going throughout the state. Uh, There is also some mentoring programs that are on the drawing board that we hope to be rolling out. Oh, that's great. I get a lot of questions about mentoring here at LOMAF, so we'll be sure to refer some folks over to the MBA benefits. And, well, and it's great. great that you're and it's great that you're providing physical access for people who want physical access and, and online access for people who prefer that. Um, Valerie, what are some specific benefits that you can think of that would be helpful to attorneys in meeting challenges of present-day practice? Well, Denise is absolutely right. And um, I also like to think of the benefits of the Mass Bar in terms of benefits that are tangible and benefits that are intangible. And I really Mm -hmm. see them both as as critical. So tangible kinds of benefits are um, things like going to networking events and actually being able to meet people who will refer cases to you. Um, That's something that everyone can do, and, um, and it happens. I find it's better when people not only go to events but actually volunteer to do work because I think you really get to know people better once you've done some meaningful project with them. And there's no doubt that cases come out of that. Um, it, it just flows naturally because people learn that you are competent and um, it's, it's a good way that everyone wants to get cases. Um, mm-hmm. On demand is absolutely right. Um, we have a system now at the Mass Bar. I believe we have the best technology um, in the area for giving people video presentations that they can sit right at their desk and watch. They can download it, watch it later, stop it, back it up, do keyword searches for it. You can do split screen where you can see half the PowerPoint, um, or you can see the PowerPoint and half the screen, and on the other half, you can see the speaker. Um, we have the Mass Bar Referral Service, which generates real significant cases. We profile sometimes um, the cases that get generated as a result of being uh, on the list for Mass Bar Referral Service, and um, continual updates to keep people up to date in what's happening in their practice area, both through Lawyer's Journal, but also through their section councils. Um, Then the more intangible benefits that I think about are things like being able to work on causes that are larger than ourselves. So all of us who are practicing lawyers will through the course of our work, come across issues that we think in a particular case we could think of a way to do better. And it's really if we all group together and work on things that we can make changes in the whole system to benefit things for everyone. And sometimes we can get a lot more accomplished than if we just try to do one case at a time without really banding together and identifying issues. Um, It's also extremely helpful to be able to work on bench bar projects, and that's something that is just um, an amazing part of being able to work at a bar association. So those are just some of the things. We could probably take up the whole time if we went on and on talking about benefits, (laughs) but um, I I do see it as extremely broad, and um, it's it's a real benefit all the way around to everyone who participates. Oh, absolutely. I mean, whatever interest you have as an attorney, you're likely to find some kind of outlet through the Mass Bar. Absolutely. Um, now, with respect to the technology uh, as well, you do offer member benefits that are discounts to technology as well, right? Because we do refer some folks uh, to that uh, through LOMAP occasionally. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes, um, that's now, correct. Now, Denise, um, can you tell me about some MBA standout initiatives that you'd like to highlight? You've talked a little bit about media site on the technology side. You've talked a little bit about uh, mentoring offerings. Feel free to expand on those and to, and to let us know any other standout initiatives that people should really be watching out for. Well, they definitely should be checking out the website. There's much web enhancement that's going to be rolling out. Uh, There's also the development of new ways to communicate by way of listservs that's on the drawing board right now at the Mass Bar. 
we hope to be rolling that out in the near future. We have a new section, a relatively new section, called General Practice Solo and Small Firm. Uh, many lawyers who had been in larger firms or lawyers who cannot find employment are opening up their own practices, and we've rolled out a general practice solo and small firm newsletter, which contains much information uh, that's useful to the practitioners. So there is going to be a tremendous amount of useful resources right on the web uh, that's going to be readily available to practitioners wherever they are in the four corners of of the state. That sounds great. That's excellent. Now, Now, Valerie, you're a big advocate of diversity within the legal profession, which is great. Um, tell me about some of your efforts to push for diversity. Well, I think when we talk organizationally about how to move diversity initiatives forward, it's always helpful to be working on multiple levels at the same time. And by that, I mean working on um, leadership, working on membership, um, and working on pipeline issues as well to get people into the profession who otherwise might not have opportunities um, to, to get into the profession. And so, it's not that we can choose one or the other. It's that we really need to be working on all at the same time. Um, one of my favorite initiatives to come out of the diversity task force ever is that we have a tiered mentoring task force now um, where we have paired up um, 10 teams of four people each. Um, this was the brainchild of Judge Angela Ordonez, and um, we've paired up a mass bar attorney with a Suffolk Law student, with a Roxbury Community College student, with a high school student, um, and all of the students are interested in going into law. And so there's mentoring that takes place between each of the levels, sometimes um, all four together. So we do some horizontal and some vertical support, but um, it's a really innovative way to do it. Um, this year, I've been participating as a mentor in one of these groups, and I have to say, it's been incredibly moving. Um, and so it's things like that, I think, that are really capable of moving people forward. Um, we all, I think people in general, will think about reaching out to people we know because it's natural. But as humans, what we want to encourage everybody to do is reach out to people you might not otherwise know or you might not meet through your circle of friends and really think about giving that person a hand and help them um, get get into a profession and give them some guidance that they might not otherwise get. And it's, I think, one of the most rewarding things any of us could ever do. That's excellent. And uh, thanks for, uh, in this first part of the podcast, giving us a view really of the significant reach of the Mass Bar Association. And I say the first part of the podcast because uh, it's time for us to take a short break. When we come back, however, we're going to have more from Denise Gualante and Valerie Horatius about the Mass Bar Association and some new initiatives. Katuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription have been providing innovative dictation and transcription services since 1966. Our patented technologies and compliance solutions continue to set the standard for the legal community. Find out more about how we can create your legal toolkit at katuno.cc. That's C-A-T-U-O-G-N-O dot C-C or call 888-228-8646. Legal Talk Network has been producing award-winning legal podcasts since 2005. Subscribe to our RSS feed and start downloading today. It's free. All right, let's get back into it here on the Legal Toolkit on Legal Talk Network. Today I'm joined by Denise Gualante and Valerie Uratius, and we're talking about the Massachusetts Bar Association. 
So we got about 10 minutes left in the podcast here. So uh, Denise and Valerie, are there any upcoming MBA programs of interest that you can talk to us about? And we'll start with you this time, Valerie. Well, I think everything this year is really um, focused around the centennial, and we always have programs that reach out to everyone, um, but in every single practice area, no matter what they are, we have things that are going on all the time if people log on to the website. Um, of course, the, the big program of the year that we're really gearing up to is the May 18th and May 19th um, Centennial Ball, and I think because De- Denise is running it this year, I'll, I'll let her talk about that, but, um, <laughs> but we really do have programs that are archived as well, I will say, on the um, on the webcast. So um, even things that have happened in the past, people can now log into and get right through our website. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Valerie, you're the queen of the segues. If I ever need a guest host, I'm definitely calling you. So as Valerie said, Denise, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, Valerie just mentioned the programs that are archived that can be reached by On Demand. Anyone who did not attend the Family Law Conference, that was a huge success last week out in Lenox, can go online and actually listen to Judge Carey in her speech on the state of the probate court, and also get some wonderful continuing educational information. As Valerie mentioned, the Centennial Conference is May 18th and 19th, and it is going to include uh, the Access to Justice Luncheon, where we honor significant work done by lawyers that really bring us all back to the reason why we went to law school to begin with, and also culminating in the Centennial Ball. Presently, there is a um, juvenile law section is doing much outreach and meetings throughout the state with members of the bench uh, from the juvenile court. There is also a general practice solo and small firm conference that is being planned, and we're working on bench bar programs and, again, continuing outreach throughout the state. So we have, we, we're busy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll also mention that uh, on December 1st, you have a Firm Future conference that you're co-sponsoring with the Warren Group, and uh, Rodney and mm-hmm. I will be talking at that. We're really looking forward to that. So Yeah, it's exciting. Plenty of stuff. And, and so people can check out the calendar at the MBA's website for updates on all these events, right? Correct. Great. Um, so some fireworks planned uh, for the centennial. And anything else you want to cover about the centennial that you haven't told us yet? Well, you, you, the centennial is a celebration that is going to be moving on right through all of next year. Mm-hmm. And you will see that there will be events pretty much going on each and every day, each and every week, and each and every month. Mm-hmm. We will be showcasing many of the stellar founders of this great organization and our past presidents. Mm -hmm. And there will be um, other opportunities for lawyers throughout the state and judges, members of the legislature, to learn about the rich history of the Mass Bar in the past hundred years. And as part of the Centennial Celebration, we have commissioned a book to be written, which will update what was done 25 years ago called Fiat Justitia, about the founding of the Mass Bar, and really bring it up to date in the last 25 years. Um, we've also commissioned a video to be made, um, and we're very excited because we have many prominent attorneys and judges talking about what the Mass Bar has meant to them and why involvement has been important to them. So um, we're hoping it's going to be educational, inspirational, and and we're hoping to be able to release that in the next month or two. Oh, that's awesome. So celebrating the past and moving forward to the future. And exactly. you can steal that slogan if you want. <laughs> exactly. That's the idea. That sounds great. So, Denise, uh, what's been your biggest accomplishment thus far as president of the MBA? 
Well, it it has been less than three months, so I would like to think (laughs) that my biggest accomplishment (laughs) is yet to come. Um, One of the things that we're really working on is the statewide outreach, and really I think we've made some significant um, inroads into going into the four corners of the Commonwealth. In addition, um, we're also developing some strategic plans that are going to look to address what do the members need? What do the lawyers need in the Commonwealth? What are they looking for out of the Bar Association? How can we help them to transition into the new look of what it means to be practicing law in the future? Mm-hmm. So, there, you know, there is um, much more work to be done, but I'm not done yet. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think that that big accomplishment, I'll have to let you know on August 31st of 2011. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a follow-up podcast, potentially. <laughs> so, Valerie, you have a full year of presidency under your belt. Uh, what was your biggest accomplishment as MBA president? Oh, well, um, I see everything under the banner of positioning the Mass Bar to be ready for the centennial. And so mm-hmm. the way we did that was a lot of internal work on governance and um, really got things in, in great shape. I think we have our, our new chief operating officer, Marty Healy, who's absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in position and um, he's been there for 20, 20 years, and so it's terrific that he's leading us in this new role. Um, we've, we did a lot of work on technology, and so over the last year, we really um, got the on-demand program up and running. Um, we were able to start communicating with our members by video as well, so that when we did um, president messages on important things, for example, um, when we submitted an amicus brief, that um, prevailed in the First Circuit on what constituted the practice of law and supported one of our affiliate bars, REBA, on that. Um, We were able to do a president's message by video and not just um, in in written form. Um, So we are starting to communicate with our members in different ways. Um, We also had several task forces that did just outstanding work last year. Um, For example, the Tiered Mentoring Task Force, which I mentioned. Um, We have a task force that dealt with the crisis in court funding, and we were able to, I believe, make um, make a difference in what we were able to get the legislature um, to do in funding the courts. We would have liked for it to be more, but I believe if we hadn't been there, that it would have been less. And so I'm, mm. I'm proud of what we were able to do. Um, and we got significant media attention for that. We have a task force on peremptory challenges that I'm very excited about, and people will be hearing more about that later after their, um, after their task force report, we hope, is approved this week. Oh, great. Well, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it is. Very so let's, uh, let's, let's, let's end here by asking, uh, what would you say to young attorneys out there who might want to get involved in the MBA who are interested in doing so? And, and Denise, let's begin with you this time. Well, we have the graying of our profession going on, and we are looking for the young lawyers and want the young lawyers to get involved. Reach out to any of the offices at the Mass Bar Association. We have a young lawyers division. Uh, reach out to the chair of that young lawyers division. Get involved. There are a multitude of opportunities for every interest that you may have, whether it is working on legislation, whether it is working on something to do with the web, whether it's working on planning a social, whatever your interest is that is going to bring the young lawyers together, we have those opportunities for you. And I think Val will agree with me that by working uh, with initiatives at the Mass Bar 
and getting involved, you do make friends of a lifetime, and you have tremendous opportunities to be involved on cutting-edge issues uh, in the legal profession that you would not otherwise have um, without being involved with the Mass Bar. That's great. And uh, Valerie, anything to add? Well, I would say that's precisely true, and I love the, the way Denise stated it. Um, it seems to me that um, people really, when they give of themselves and of their time to contribute to a cause that's larger than themselves, they get back more than they could ever um, have hoped. And that's been my experience. I know that um, it's it's been that first acquaintances at the Bar Association become professional friends and then um, real true friends. Um, And I've always known that it has made practicing law much more meaningful to me and enjoyable to feel like I'm working on issues that I can see in my own individual cases and affecting them um, in a different arena. Um, And I know that that's given me a, a lot of satisfaction. But we saw recently that the ABA actually did a study, and statistically, they now have been able to to show what I've believed for a long time is true, and that is people who are involved in their bar associations are much more um, satisfied with their jobs and have significantly higher rates of finding their work to be meaningful. Um, So that's been true for me, and I hope it's true for others, and I would encourage everyone to get involved with the Mass Bar. There really is something for everyone. That's tremendous, and let's hope we can inspire some folks to get involved via this podcast here. And that'll about do it for this edition of the Legal Toolkit. Um, Remember that you can check out all of our shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com. I have a very special thank you today to our guests, Denise Galante and Valerie Uracius. Denise and Valerie, thanks for talking with me today. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's been a real pleasure. Um, now, if any of our listeners want to get more information about you or about the MBA, how would they go about doing so? And uh, let's start with you, Denise. You go right onto the website. All right, easy. <laughs> Valerie, Mass anything to website will give information. You Google the name. Mm. I think that's good advice. You can probably get everything on Google. It's www.massbar.org is the website. And um, they list all of us. And um, everyone who's involved in leadership would always be glad to hear from anybody who had any comments. Now, if you get a ton of phone calls after this, remember, you brought it upon yourself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, a uh, big thank you to our sponsor, Katuno Court Reporting. If you want more information about Katuno Court Reporting, visit www.katuno.cc. That's C-A-T-U-O. G-N-O dot C-C. And remember, come back again next time for the next episode of The Legal Toolkit. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Legal Toolkit, brought to you by Katuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription, right here on The Legal Talk Network. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.